Welcome to the G-Squared Podcast, brought to you by G-Squared Professional Training and Coaching and Anchor.com. Every episode, we'll tackle a specific topic on anything and everything professional development. We will feature a guest on every episode and get into in-depth discussions that you will not want to miss. Oh man, I've had times where like either they just had lunch, like the onion sandwich or whatever, which is up in my face. And I was just like, no. Or actually, too much mint is also a bad thing. I've had the you know the mouthwash smell come right at me too. It's like, too strong, too strong. All right, buddy. Welcome back to the second episode of our conference prep series. I'm Andre Vargas. I'm here with my co-founder and good friend Estelle Guzman. Uh, Goose, say hi to the people. Hey guys. So for those that haven't heard the podcast, go listen to the first one, of course, because it's really good. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a recruiter for Boeing. I graduated from UCF in 2014. I've been here. I've been with Boeing for four and a half years, and you know, one of my roles is actually a recruiter, so I'm here to help out. Yeah. So this episode. We're actually going to be talking about elevator speeches, and I just agreed with Estelle, and we want to have a little bit more fun with this one. And what I mean by fun is we're going to use a lot of examples of good approaching and bad approaching, and we're not going to call anyone by name because we don't want to embarrass anyone, but we want to use these examples as an example of things either to do or not to do. And as a recruiter, and you're going to hear this in this conversation, is um, it can sometimes be fun, and unfortunately... It's just the way it is. So we're just going to go with this, okay? Right. So from a more professional standpoint, your elevator speech, as I mentioned, if you listen to the resume uh, episode, is the second half of your way in. It's the, okay, you got your resume done. You've, you've got it to the best ability. You've given it to the recruiter at a career fair or during an interview, but this is the point where you need to talk to it now. I'm reading it. I'm looking at it, but I'm also listening to you. So... Stevan, what is the best yeah. way for someone to talk to you on elevator speeches? So, I mean, okay, so first off, your elevator speech, um, you know, like you just mentioned, Andres, you know, it, it goes hand in hand with your resume, you know, and so one of the first things that I will definitely say is that um, it flows better and it goes better for you and it is easier for the recruiter if your elevator speech matches exactly the organization of your resume. So you start with your name. If you decide that you're that you're uh, that you want to start with your name, your major, your your GPA, go into why it is that you want to work for the company, and then like some of your experiences, leave like that. I definitely recommend that you please have your resume and your elevator speech go hand in hand because it makes it a lot easier as we're going skimming the resume to keep up and start thinking of, okay, what it is that I want to ask this person, what it is that like, I want to talk to this person about, you know? Um, Cause I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, this is again, just my own personal opinion and I've talked to other recruiters about it is that it makes it really hard if I have to jump back and forth through your resume um, it makes me lose concentration, and, and it's not easy to start a conversation like that. You know? No, I, I 100% agree. Like, as I'm looking at your, uh, scanning your resume, I want to be hearing what the resume is telling me. Right. Right. Like, I, if you're telling me about your an internship you just had, right, tell me about it. Because I know 
with the whole page limit thing, your elevator speech is the opportunity to expand and go further into those experiences. So take advantage of that. Um, now, for you, man, like you and I have been through this. You know, we're at a cover affair for hours and we're talking to people after, you know, people and all that stuff. What are good attention grabbers? How does that first person initiate that conversation? Because I personally, and I know people are different, you know, some people just want to get to the point. Some recruiters are like, all right, just go straight to tell me what you are, who you are, all that stuff. But me personally and other people feel this way as well. We like it when they get us with like a grabber. Like they, they either ask me about my day. They started off great. Yes. So I instantly want to know more about this. Person. Yeah, I actually was about to say that. It's, uh, it, it's actually very uh, good and nice and for me as a uh, personally it's nice when it, when somebody comes up, you know, and understands that you know we've been standing there for hours, you know, and, and talking to people, and it, it's nice to start the conversation. But something, something that makes the recruiter, you know, feel not only that you're confident into what you're about to say, but that you care about the person, you know, um, not that you know I'm just here for the job, and you know, and like you said, Andres, you know, some some recruiters are like that, you know, but I personally prefer to be. If you ask me how my day is going, or we have kind of like a little laugh or something, it shows the personality before we get started. That's great because it also breaks the trend, you know, uh, the trend of, um, oh, here's my resume. Let me get started. And I'm just going to give you the elevator speech that I've been, that, that I memorized and I've said 50 times to 50 other different people. Um, so it, I, I don't know. It really helps. I, I enjoy when people do that. Yeah, and, and 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 this is where the fun parts that come in. There's a way of overdoing it. And there is. Honestly, don't do that. And I'll give this example that I've given many, many times. So if you heard this story, I want to apologize at the time, but it's a funny story, so I'm gonna go ahead and tell it. Um, I think I've told you about this story, uh, Stella. Yeah, probably. So I was at the hospitality suite one year for the chef conference, and Norfolk Grumman was there, and we had an actually very small room, and. Me being a student at these conferences before, I knew how crazy these things can get. So I was like, all right, let me go pick a corner and just wait there and let the masses of students come in. And as a recruiter, guys, it's like a stampede of like a mid-20s to early 20-year-old just running up to you and just getting in line and like, all right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God. So anyway, person after person. Yeah, it's a never-ending line, right? It's a never-ending line, man. Like I remember, <laughs> look, I remember looking to the door and like the line just kept – I was like, what's happening here, man? Like, anyway, so I'm talking to person after person and, and, and you know, telling them my thing. But then this one individual comes up to me and the guy, I'm not going to make fun of him because I'm going to be sincere and professional about this, but he was not dressed appropriately. He didn't have a tie on. He did have a suit jacket, but that was pretty much the, as professional as he got. Um, and he gave me his resume and, and going back to the resume aesthetics, this guy had his first name there. His name was Ronnie, but his middle initial was so big. It was just there in my face. It was B, Ronnie B. I don't even remember. Honestly, it stopped from at B. I do not remember anything after that. I remember his last name and I honestly do not remember anything after that. What I do remember is that during his elevator speech, he was like, yeah, my name's Ronnie B. And this is who I am. And by the way, I know you're looking at my GPA. My GPA is not so good, but I don't want you to think about that. Don't worry about that. Just go off talk about me, the person, blah, 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 blah. And I had to stop him. Like, Listen, man, look, I appreciate your effort. I know it takes a lot to come up to someone you don't know and try to convince them to get a job, but your approach right now is just 
all wrong. You got to be professional. You got to give me from top to bottom who you are, what your resume is, get to the point. Your resume could use a lot of work. Like I just gave them a critique from top to bottom in the most professional way possible. But there was a part of me which I was just trying not to laugh because I, I felt for this guy. He was trying so hard to overcompensate, you know, some of the stuff that he wasn't living up to, whether it was bad GPA, bad resume, bad dress etiquette. And that's why we're telling you guys, you got to have all that stuff prepared, especially your elevator speech. Um, it's good to have a good opener. It's good to have a way of getting me to pay attention to you, but not in that way. So I don't know about you. Right. Yeah, don't overdo it. No, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely very important. Don't don't overdo it. You know, we talked about it earlier. It's nice to have that break in in the routine, um, but at the same time, you know, we're we're we're, we're not buddies. You know, like, we're, like it, it, it's you're still trying to get a job and you're still trying to impress a recruiter. You know, so it's, it's a like a, a, I don't know. You know. Do, you gotta find that sweet spot where it's like, hey, I acknowledge the, you know you you talked to a lot of people, and we also understand that you've talked to a lot of people as students, you know. Um, so it's showing that level of respect. But yeah, we, I mean, we're we're not at a you know, I don't know a bar like you know the stories you just mentioned. It's just I just I don't know like I just picture like you know running into somebody at the bar. It's like, hey, how's it going, man? Like, this is my resume. You're like, okay. This isn't this isn't the time or the place for that. This is not the place to be asking for a job when I'm drinking my beer. Exactly. Or my other recruiting buddies. Like it's, it's the truth. Because as a recruiter, you know, it can be tiring, but there's we have a lot of time where we can just network and interact. And, and it's like some of you were experienced this. A lot of us who went to school and chef, for example, we all are recruiters at different companies. So our reunions are at these conferences. We get to catch up and have fun, but. And sometimes we like to bring some of you guys in. Like we know you. We're like, hey, come here, have a good time with us. We're networking. We're not really doing anything crazy. But if you get up there and you just try too hard to, you know, give us your resume, like, dude, this is not the place to give us your resume. If we want it, we'll ask for it. Right. But exactly. other than that, just just network, just network. Um, now going to the elevator speech uh, structure. Um, what I always like telling people is, obviously, you have to keep it relevant, right? You have to keep it relevant to the company. You have to keep it to the position, whatever it is. I usually like to keep things, as we mentioned in the resume, to the things that are more relevant to that position. But during my elevator speech, I like to make sure that I pick at least three to five or anything, if you don't have three to five, experiences that you know are relevant to that company that you can talk to. And right. highlight the skills that you know they're looking for. You might have had it already in your resume, but you need to start saying that as you speak and tell the story. Tell us a story. Don't just read off. Like, don't try to memorize. Because if you memorize, you're gonna come off as like a robot. And we can tell when you're mem right. memorizing things. But exactly. tell the story. Keep us engaged. Keep us involved. Show us your passion. Why are you involved in engineering? Why do you want to work for my company? That kind of stuff. Right. And what's what's so important about this, this story that you're telling is that um, it's also good for you to understand that that allows you to drive the conversation. So. Um, you get to tell us. You get to tell us about you. You get to tell us uh, about the experiences that you want to talk about. So the elevator speech is, is, is extremely important because it, you know, like you just said on there, it's like if you just memorize it, then and the recruiter ends up being the one that drives the conversation. Um, one that doesn't look good, and two, they may ask something that you didn't want um, 
the recruiter to ask, you know? And it's not that I, I'm saying deceive the recruiter. I'm just saying that it's, it's very, as a, it's very good on both sides if the, um, the person in trying to get this job is being confident in leading the conversation, you know? Because it's like, oh, okay, you know what you, what's on your resume. You know what you want to talk about. So please tell me. Tell me the story. Tell me about your life. Tell me about what you've been through, you know, um, your experiences. What it is that I'm looking on your resume. You know, if you're shy and that's totally understandable, just, you know, go practice with somebody that you want to work with. And if you, and if <laughs> you, you stumble, know? if you stumble, take a minute and reassess and keep going. You don't have to feel like exactly, as yeah. soon as you mess up because of nerves, don't feel like, oh, it's over. I'm done. No, it's, keep going. It's fine. We get it. We're people, too. And guys, in all honesty, stay on topic. Because I've had people come yeah. to me and they go off into some tangent about either a guy they used to work with that sucked or something like that. I'm like, bro, that's not exactly what you're doing here. So, no, so I actually, you know, staying on topic, I actually have a quick story about that. Uh, it's, it's important to stay on topic. Uh, uh, you know, I had, um, you said no names and stuff, but, you know, I've had experiences. <laughs> and, for example, one, one, one year, I had somebody that came up to me. Um, he was a, a very uh, charismatic, good person, you know. Um, and he was really passionate about what he was talking about, you know. Um, but he went to the Boeing line, and all he kept talking about was Microsoft. <laughs> oh, and no. so, you know, at the end of it, you know, I could tell that he was very passionate, but he was very passionate about Microsoft. So I told him to go to Microsoft <laughs> and I could tell that he really wanted to work for, to go work for Microsoft. And so, you know, and that's great. And I'm hoping that that person got his job at Microsoft because man, that he was very passionate about Microsoft just in the wrong line. You probably are not listening to this, but if you're that individual, please let us know that you're working for Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, I know. I we, hope you do. We want to know you made it. Uh -huh. <laughs> No, that reminded me of another story where um, I had a, a guy who came off strong. He was great. He started off his conversation well. And I asked him, just the, the very generic question that I usually get at, gets asked is, so why do you want to work for Norfolk Government? And the first thing that he says was, well, I know you guys do airplanes, and I'm really passionate about that. And I was like, we don't really do – well, we do things that fly, but not necessarily airplanes. Can you be a little bit more specific? And his brain just kind of – I think it died. Cause he just kind of gave me a he gave me a blank face and I was like oh, okay this guy didn't do his research don't lie guys do your homework okay just, just like I said earlier in the first episode recruiters after we do this for a long time we can we can catch the BS and you right, can catch yeah. when you're lying so just be honest I mean the issue there was do airplanes <laughs> no you gotta make airplanes I'm sorry man I'm just <laughs> uh, Come on, guys. No, and, and that's the and that's the thing too, guys. The reason why we do these things, the reason we're doing this podcast is we want you guys to be prepared. You know, we're telling you these stories because this is the things that you should not be doing at these things. You guys are investing your money, your time to go away to somewhere you've probably never been before, spending money you probably don't have as a college student. And trust me, Sarah and I were roommates. We had we had very low numbers in our bank accounts, so we know how much you know, of a pain it was to try to get funded or try to find a way to get to these conferences. But make every time, many, every penny count. It's just, it's just 
Take your time to do your homework, do your research, practice, practice, practice. Right, yeah. Yeah, you're investing in your future, so it's very important that you know you I mean you I know what you're doing and what you as a, you're focusing on. As a recruiter, I got a job already. So, you know, it's really up to you guys if you want to impress us or not. So you just gotta have to find your way. And now Again, with the resumes, like I mentioned, are, and there's no perfect elevator speech. There's just good elevator speeches, and there's bad ones. And the good ones are really just us being able to see who you are as an individual, what your skill set is, what your dedication is to the company you're applying for. If you're able to hit those critical points, you should be fine. And if you're a shy person, which I understand as engineers, there's that stereotype of being you know, introverts and all that kind of stuff. You just have to act like you know what you want. Um, let me rephrase that. You have to act outside of yourself, right? Right. You know what you want. You know what you've done. You're cap- you know what your capabilities are. Show it, okay? This is the time to come out of your shell and show it. Yeah, just be yourself. I mean, it's only it's only a few minutes. You know, it, 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 if, you're, if you're shy and you have a problem, you, you know, it, it's, it's only a few minutes. And then... You know, hopefully you get the job, but, it, you know, the worst thing that could happen is that you don't, you know, but at least you tried. So th- don't think about it like, oh, I'm going to talk to this person, you know, and I'm, if, if you're nervous, like, oh, what, like, what are they going to think, you know, things like that. It, don't think about it like that. This is about you, you know, and this is about you presenting yourself. This is about you pursuing whatever it is, whatever passion it is that you're looking for, you know, so just show that. And honestly, the, the the worst thing they could say is, is you know, no. But um, if you don't try, then you're definitely going to get a no. Yeah, and the thing is, in, in, in searching for a job, you're going to get more no's than yeses. That's it's, true, just, yeah. it's, just, it's just the way it is. And do not get discouraged if one guy or female just go, automatically says, no, you don't fit our, our, our requirements or whatever. Don't get discouraged. Go to the next person. Go to the next company because you never know. About that. You just need that one person to say, you know what? I'm going to give you an interview. And you know what? I'm going to do right. your job. You never know, guys. Um, so we're still good on time, dudes. I, I want to hear some stories from you. Man. Come on. Let's, let's tell these guys some good, juicy, what-not-to-do stories. Because I know we have. Oh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about this. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, okay, well, this is uh, part of a little bit with the elevator speech, but it's. You know, a part of the elevator speech is presenting yourself. You know, it's part of it's part of how you present yourself. And so, you know, one of the things that you know, I'm going to take the time here to 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 share with everyone is please make sure that when you get on that plane, that you're professional from the moment you get on that plane. (laughs) Um. So a few years ago, you know the story. Yeah. So uh, a few years ago, um, <clears throat> went to the conference and um, did a show conference. I think it was Detroit. I believe it was Detroit. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but we went there and I, you know, got on the the shuttle to go to the hotel, and I got um, you know, I was a little lost, so I just got into the, the shuttle with everybody else, and so I. I the crowd and you know it was a bunch of students and you know, this was about four years ago so I, I just graduated college so I looked like a college student you know and so I I sat there and um, 
you know, we I just sat there quietly, and then you know, one one of the students there, you know, he was being a, a little obnoxious and you know, cursing and being loud and you know, all this stuff, and um, yeah, and so then a couple of, like a couple of hours later, you know, we were going into the hospitality suite, and uh, and he um, he saw me. And realized that I was working for Boeing, <laughs> and his face just went pale. And he tried to talk to me, you know. I tried to introduce himself, and I mean, the damage was done. You know, I, I, I knew the type of person, you know, that he was being around with his friends and, and things like that. So it's it's very important that you keep uh, keep a professional attitude and a professional mindset when you go to these things, because you really don't know who's going to be around. Didn't you have something similar happen to you at a different conference where no one they didn't think you were a recruiter and they were talking smack about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll talk about that in the next series, which is career fair <laughs> etiquette. But yeah, there's, there's, there's similar cases like that. And and here's the thing, guys, we get it. When you're with your friends, you're a certain way. Me and Estelle, when we're you know with other friends, we are a certain way. But but and we get that. But at these conferences, you're there to find a job, and everything you do is going to be judged. And unfortunately. You, you really have to put the fun stuff to the side for a little bit. And I know you're going to a new city, you're going to a new place, but, you know, take the time to do what you're there to do. And then when you're done and you feel like you've done your part and there's nothing more you can do, then go have fun. Go sightsee. Go do all the cool stuff you want to do. Um, but, again, that's that's more for a later topic. But in regards to elevator speeches, man, be honest. Be yourself. Don't be robotic. Just, just – be a person. Don't be a robot. That's all I can really say. I've had, I've had, and that's the tiring part because as a, being in a, as a recruiter and talking to so many students for hours at a time, I want to just have a good conversation with somebody, you know, and I don't want to just be talking about trying to get that information from somebody or like, hey, well, tell me more about this. I don't want to have to say that. I want you to already explain that thing to me, whether it's an internship, a job experience, whatever it is. Um, oh, and, and more importantly, bring mints. Please. Oh, yes. Please. You're so right. I didn't think about that. Bring mints. That should be the first thing. And deodorant. And, and you guys might be laughing and thinking, <laughs> what are they talking about? The amount of B.O. that I have smelled is ridiculous. And I'm like, and I'm not, I'm not poking fun. It's just, it's, 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 it's etiquette. It's, it's proper hygiene. You're there to, to impress and everything counts from top to bottom. Not only what you talk about, but how you present yourself. Dress appropriately, guys. Um, I know I'm going crazy, and this is obviously more for another subject, but in terms of elevator speech, your mints, your breath, you're right there. You're in front of us. We're talking. Um, make us want to talk to you, okay? Um, just, just don't do it. Right, but you, you hit on a great – you hit on actually on a great point. You know, the mints make a great point. You know, your elevator speech is what you're saying, right? Um, but one of the things that um, – is very important that you just uh, mentioned is what you say is only about twenty percent of part of your elevator speech. It, it, you know, you may think that the elevator speech is just what you're saying, but the way you present yourself, the way that you stand, the way that you portray yourself, um, like you said, the mints, like everything, absolutely everything is important. If you if you're standing there and you are you know saying what it is that you need to say but you're slouching down and you don't seem confident to what you're saying that's part of your elevator speech that's telling us that you don't believe what you're saying 
and we do we we pick up on body language very well so it's very important that like you understand that the elevator speech is everything the way you present yourself the way you 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 walk the way you you talk the way that you're dressed like everything oh man i've had times where like either they just had lunch and like their onion sandwich or whatever which is up in my face and i was just like no, no. <laughs> or actually too much mint is also a bad thing because i've had the you know the mouthwash smell come right at me too it's like whoa too strong too strong balance it out guys balance it out. yeah try to keep try to stay away from like yeah onions i guess that's that's a good point stay away from smelly foods when you're eating you guys are allowed to eat. It's okay. We get a lunch break too. I was, sure. I was gonna joke. I was gonna joke. I was gonna be like, "Don't eat." I'm kidding. Don't, <laughs> don't actually go eat. Please eat. We don't want you fainting in front of us. Yeah, because you're gonna be on your feet all day. If you if you've done yeah. your job right and you've done your homework, you're probably gonna be able to eat. So take the time to nourish yourselves. But again, that's for career fair. So right. for the sake of time and for this episode like i said we're gonna try to keep these episodes short um goose thank you so much for being part of this again hopefully i'll get you again for the next one because I, I i know we have a lot more stories in regards to career fair yeah so yeah so the following week we're gonna have uh we're gonna be talking about specifically career for etiquette what to do how to approach a recruiter and all that kind of stuff so once again guys if you have more questions in regards to elevator speeches reach out to e squared uh, stem.com we do help you guys with all of that stuff and you can also find us on social medias you can even just write to us gsquaredstem at gmail.com and as always guys until next time bye bye